0: Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back for another week. Um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for um, for catching up on the episodes. I just want to let you guys know that um, I really do appreciate... Um, the listens the guy you guys have been staying focused listening to the episodes I really appreciate that and I, I just want to thank you for kind of going along with the flow that I've been trying to create in a way in which just adding new things taking away some things going to the um, to not doing the podcast daily but a few times a week some of the podcasts are a little longer some are shorter so we're still trying to figure it out but I really appreciate you guys sticking with me I really appreciate it and as the journey continues, I just hope that you know You can see you guys continue to give me your feedback what you enjoy what you'd like to see more of And what you don't enjoy and what you don't want to see more of all of it is welcome Um, so I can get the great feedback from you guys and make sure i'm giving you A good quality podcast as the podcast evolves and changes Um, i'm just i'm happy for the for the continual growth. So I really want you to like let you guys know. I appreciate that So today I wanted to talk a little bit about um what happens when we're dealing with impulses and how how we should try to manage that as it relates to our finances so impulses are natural and you find that um a good example of that is that a craving is kind of an impulse as well like a food craving so sometimes you're like i you know i really want and your mind goes to whatever the, your body is craving you really want let's say ice cream and if you're looking There are times when if you really want ice cream, you should just eat ice cream. It's no big deal. You've assessed the situation. It's no big deal. And there are times when you know, okay, I had a burger for lunch. I had this and that. I really don't need ice cream, but I'm craving ice cream. And what you can do sometimes is kind of go back a step in your mind and say, what, what, what is going on with me? Why am I craving ice cream? Particularly after I've had so many other things that probably, you know, aren't as good for me to eat. And you may think if you think about it for a few seconds, you might say if you're a woman, you might say, oh, I'm probably PMSing or um, or maybe if you're a person who's an emotional eater, you might be saying, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm not really I'm kind of in a bad space. That's probably why I'm, you know, you start to assess why it's happening. That doesn't mean you won't go ahead and do it. That doesn't mean you won't have the ice cream, but you won't have a mindless, you know, you won't go into it mindless. You say, oh, you know what? I'm PMSing. It's probably why I want ice cream. I'm going to have a little bit and I'm going to move on. Maybe I won't buy a whole gallon of it. Maybe I'll just go to the ice cream, you know, place, get a one scoop and satisfy the craving. But there are some people who don't do that. Right. And they don't take the time to do that. And so they feel like they want ice cream. They go buy the whole gallon of ice cream. They sit with the gallon of ice cream to eat it. And then they feel sick. And they're like, what is going on? Why do I feel sick from eating a gallon of ice cream? you just like, you just ate a gallon of ice cream. It's an overindulgence in an impulse, right? It's a pushing through a craving. It's taking a craving and turning it into like a must have, then turning it into a must indulge, and then turning it into a gluttonous satisfaction of an impulse or a craving in order to, to really fully, fully feel like you established that you, you met your craving or your need. But that almost always turns out to be detrimental. So I want to put that in the scope of, of money and spending. Whereas when you have the desire to spend, you should treat it the same way you would treat a craving, right? You have a desire to spend, and a lot of times, I'm, and when I speak about this, I'm talking about really spending outside of anything that's necessary, right? I mean, I'm not talking about you have a desire to pay your bills. Everyone has to pay their bills. I'm talking about spending that's not that. When you have a desire to buy something that you know initially you really, you know, you either don't need or not sure that you truly want, or not clear on why you want it. Definitely not clear on that that you can afford it. You have to ask yourself some questions about that. It's not always going to be um, that every time you, you wanna buy something or you wanna spend money, even when it's money you have, that that purchase is ideal, good, or good for you in your financial future. So I wanna make that clear that it's not always that you don't have the money. It's not always that you can't afford it. Sometimes you have to even look even deeper and say, why are you making this purchase? Because it's like a lot of things, right? You, you don't have to, just because you have gas in your car, don't mean you got to drive it in circles until the gas is out. You could just leave the gas in the car and drive the car as you need to, right? Just because there's money in, in your bank account doesn't mean you have to spend it. It doesn't mean because you have an extra hundred dollars, you got to burn it down. Because it, it, there are so many other places it could go, or it could just stay right there. It just it doesn't have to be spent. So sometimes it's I have to make sure when I'm communicating the message about what you can afford that we touch onto this area of, of space with people who have the money, but then they want to deal with these cravings, or this desire, or this impulse in a way where they spend money just for the sake of spending it. So if when you go to make a purchase a particularly a large purchase, a luxury purchase or a purchase that you don't, that's not anything that's a need. It's just a strict want. You have to ask yourself a couple of things like, you know, when you're going to buy a couch, right? If you have a couch and the couch you have is no longer working, then you get a new couch, right? That's not the same as when you're saying, I have a pocketbook. I have a, I have a Louis Vuitton bag. Nothing's wrong with it. I saw the new Louis Vuitton bag. I want that bag. It's $2,000. Go do your little check. I got $2,000, right? And you could just go with that. But then you want to ask yourself, what, what, what do, why do I want to make this purchase? What, what am I satisfying by making this purchase? It, particularly if it's not a purchase you thought of for a long time. It's a purchase where you kind of woke up one day in an impulse. Because you got to check impulses. Because remember what we talked about a few episodes ago. The way you spend your money has a lot to do with things that have nothing to do with money. The way you spend your money has a lot to do with things that are emotional. Are you lonely? So are you spending money to kind of like spe- clear up some space and make something make you make yourself feel b- better. Are you unhappy about something, and so you're spending money to kind of make yourself happy? Are you missing something or someone? Are you are you are you bored? Because sometimes people just strictly spend money out of boredom. Are you bored? You know, do you do you feel like you know the job you work is unsatisfying? You make a lot of money out of it, and you're just bored. So you fill your life up with material things, and you buy. These are feelings, and and sometimes you're you're trying to fill emotional holes with money and with and with um things, with actual things, it, with the you know. And that's an important thing to kind of think about. And if you just ask yourself, and you could ask yourself that question. Don't get me wrong. You could ask yourself that question. And the answer could really be, no, no, I just really want this, no feeling, I'm not sad, I'm not upset, I'm not in a bad way, I just really want this back. When that's the answer, go forward when you can afford it. But a self-check is always very important. It's important to kind of take yourself back a step, check yourself and say, okay, is it, am I, what is this? Why am I choosing to spend this money? How is this going to be beneficial to me? And understanding that your money can just sit there. You don't have to spend it. And so, and, and being prepared because I think that, you know, in what, sometimes in moments we have abundance. And we believe that sometimes when we have abundance, we're going to always have abundance. This is why I encourage everyone to save. And this is why I encourage that when you have abundance, you save it even more. Because abundance flows like water. So you flow into abundance and then you can flow right down from not having abundance and then back up. So this is the up and down. My mother used to always tell me that she's like, there's this thing about money. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. And it was just that simple. So when you have the abundance, sometimes there's an urge to say, I have extra, let me spend it versus because a, and a lot of times that comes from the fact that when you didn't have, you remember the times when you didn't have, you remember the times when you couldn't, and if you ever talk to a person who you watch them, when you watch them spend money, if you talk long enough to them, I know it happens with me. I'll talk to them long enough. I can always hear when they bring up the time when they didn't have, there was a time when I couldn't do this. There was a time when sometimes it goes all the way back to childhood. There was a time when I used to ask my mother for this stuff. She couldn't get it from me. My dad couldn't get it from me. So now I'm going to get it. That's why I always say these things are tied to something that's much deeper than actually spending money. So a self-correction, a self-check, tapping in, saying, hey, all right, I know I've done the thing about whether or not I can afford this and if I have the money, but why am I making this purchase? Why am I spending my money? Why am I so uncomfortable with my money just sitting there? And why do I have to spend it? Why do I feel the need to spend it? Those are important questions to ask yourself because it's an important part of why you're doing what you're doing and what the actual end results are So we have to be self like self analyzing we have to look at ourselves About when we're spending money beyond the part where it goes to what spending money that you have or don't have Because there's a next step to it. You could have the money. And you still could be in a position where you shouldn't spend it And you should do something else with it And and even if you're going to choose to do it much like with the ice cream If you're going to choose to eat the ice cream then maybe there are times when you should not eat the whole gallon Maybe to satisfy that craving that you have to spend money Maybe you should spend it in one way versus going all the way to spending to eating the whole gallon of ice cream or buying the two thousand three thousand dollar pocketbook There's a there's a space in the middle that can satisfy the urge and sometimes If and there's to the early times you have the urge it's just like the ice cream Sometimes you have a, a craving for ice cream you take one spoonful and you're like oh that was enough I, I I felt it that's what I wanted it's over And the same thing can happen with A need to shop or a need to buy Or a feeling of that You can say I really want to go and buy something You can go somewhere and buy something on sale And you've satisfied the craving But instead if you always if you don't think about it And you don't figure out what the urge is coming from You go straight to you know Gucci and buy yourself a new bag Still satisfied the same feeling But it costs you a lot more So you know, just keep that in mind. There's always there can be a, a conscious thought process about spending money. Everything is not always telling you you can't spend it. Everything is not always saying that you're doing too much or you're not, because everyone is not in a position where the money is so tight that they have to, you know, not spend every dime. Um, but you have to have a conscious thought process, and know that you know, just having if, if having. The ability to spend, to go into a store and spend $2,000 on a purse, you better at least have double that in your savings, you know, like, so again, keeping those things consciousness and knowing that you just, because you have it right now, you don't have to spend it. And just because you have the urge and the crave doesn't mean it's about actually what you're, what you're, what you think it is. It could be about something totally different and it could be about something that you could easily fix. If you just take a little time to have a little critical thought process with yourself. So I want you guys to think about that. Thing and, and and tell me what you think of that. What do you think of that that whole idea? Okay, I have the money, but I need to be I need to be thoughtful about how I spend it. You know, or maybe you think, you know, YOLO, you're not gonna be here forever. You might as well live it up. I'd like to know what you think. If you have like let me know. Um reach out to me on my email. It's Malik M-A-L-I-E-K at the Financial Emancipation. Dot com. Um, you can check me out on, um, and if you're not already, follow me on Instagram, f, um, financial emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at fin emancipation, and follow me on Facebook. There's a Facebook group there. Join the Facebook group is at financial emancipation, and also. Follow me and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I've got some great videos going on over there. I've been trying to put up content really regularly there. Um, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the podcast. So I kind of go a little bit further, a little bit deeper into some topics off that I've touched on on the podcast. And I go into a little deeper there on the on the videos. And also, we're having, they're having some dialogue. I did a video on the Asian nail salons in Brooklyn and my thoughts on that and that issue. So go on, go on over to my YouTube channel, which is Financial Emancipator. Go on over there, subscribe to that channel and you'll get updates about when videos are posting and make sure you um, comment on any of the videos you think, share them with your, your, your friends and see what everyone thinks. Thank you so much for joining me today and I hope you'll be back as we continue to walk towards this journey of financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.